All right, everybody, today we've got a special guest, one of my all-time favorites, as everybody knows at this point. Uh, we have got uh, a very, very talented singer. We have a heavy metal legend, quite frankly. We've got Howard Jones, and his band Light the Torch has their new record, You Will Be the Death of Me, which comes out June 25th, which will be tomorrow. And they've also got a badass live stream, which is going to be taking place tomorrow at 7 p.m. to commemorate the release of the record. You can also hang out with the band before, which I will be doing on their Zoom, which comes with uh, the purchase price of just 12 bucks. I have linked to it in the description. It is going to be awesome. And if you haven't heard the singles that have come out from this new Light the Torch uh, record, you're missing out. Pick it up on Spotify anywhere. Digital music is sold. Howard, how are you doing, man? Doing good. You know, yeah. Um, staying busy. Right. No doubt about it. Very few people have stayed uh, as busy as you have during this whole pandemic and everything. You've had your project with Jared, and now you're putting out uh, an entire uh, an entire album. So I would ask you sort of what you've done during this whole pandemic, uh, but it seems obvious that you have kept working. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that helped the sanity, right? You know, um, pretty lucky. Yeah, I I get to work with people I like and uh, do this fun, weird thing I get to do. So, yeah, right. it, it, I, I've been very fortunate. Right, absolutely. So uh, this album's called You Will Be the Death of Me, and it seems to be uh, sort of maybe a, a very personal record. I was curious about the, the motivation behind the title of that album. Yeah. Um, Personal is definitely a good way to summarize it. Yeah. And with everything that was going on with, uh, you know, with, with the band individually and together, you know, just it, things were a little dark and bleak at that time. And so it just really reflected in the music and, and lyrics. Um, and I, I believe the first song written was uh, was Death of Me. And that just kind of set the tone. And yeah, I, I've kind of always written a little personal, but yeah, just as I think as you've gotten older and just got more comfortable with certain things. And so, yeah, kind of let go. Right. And uh, the music reflects that. And, and I, I really mean this. Obviously, I'm, I'm biased. I love all everything you do. But sincerely, uh, this record, the stuff that I have heard so far is badass. If you guys are a Howard Jones fan, you had better be uh, bumping this record, which is coming out tomorrow, because it is sincerely fantastic. Um, you know, so uh, I like to talk about other stuff uh, other than the music uh, entirely. I was listening to an interview you did recently and you were talking about, and I knew you were an outdoorsman, um, but you, you've been spending a lot of time fishing and, and hunting and, and such during this pandemic. Oh, well, I'm not, I'm not a hunter. Um, yeah. Yeah. That bass player. Yeah. He, uh, he's all about it. And he, he's outdoors probably more than me, but, um, right. but yeah, just being outdoors every day is just something that, kind of keeps me once again mentally sane a little balanced out um i'm around music a lot and 
I love it. You know, I love doing this stuff, but it's easy to burn out. And so for me, it, it gets easy to burn out because every day I'm trying to do something. You know, right. uh, I'm constantly in the studio doing something. And so I, I need to be away from guitars and bass. You know, and so even if it's just a little while, but on a daily basis, I do that. I just, I noticed how mentally it changed me. And so that's what I do. Right. And so do you have like an in-home studio that you go to, or is there something local? Like what part of the country are you in? Oh, it just depends on where I'm. I basically am kind of nomadic. And so right. wherever I go, there's like a, a couple prerequisites. Like there's going to be a studio near me and there's going to be somewhere I can go and be away from it. Right. So yeah, I always have places. And so, uh, yeah, that it's just something every day, but home studio, I had to draw the line there and I was getting one together. And then I realized for a guy who's obsessed with certain things, this is not good. This is just, I need to have sanctuary that is, that doesn't have easy access to that. Because if I do, I will just, that I'll do even more than I'm already doing. So that's what I I love. Right. That's what I love about you is that you're very much in tune with mental health. You know, everybody deals with it. I have certainly dealt with it. Um, And you have like, that's one of the things in in the first interview that we did, um, um, you, you and I talked about this a great bit. Uh, and, and I'm telling you, it had a profound impact on my life. Uh, you talked about the importance of getting outside. And I've started living that, dude. Um, I, I make a concerted effort to, because, I mean, I can just get lost in this office. I can just get stuck working all day long. And my yeah. vitamin D levels go down to subatomic levels. And yep. uh, my immune system is killed off. My mental health is jacked up. Uh, and so I try to get out in the sun. Doesn't really look like it, but, uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, I do, I go out there. I, I enjoy like working in my yard. I enjoy hiking, um, and, and, and things like that. Uh, you are, yeah. you are a fisherman though, right? You like fishing a lot. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I just haven't gotten a chance to do it much lately. Right. I mean, I'll still go out, you know, like every day. I, so if I'm in the woods somewhere, I'm having a great time. It's just, I haven't had a chance to throw some bait into the water and right. it's coming. I, I think I'm going to do that here real soon. Um, Good. Just trying to finish up a few things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of people who are, I don't. So for me, I'm not much of a fisherman. I respect the game, but uh, I just like to sit there and hang out while other people fish because I'm not very good at it. I'm, I'm terrible. Uh, my, my friend Greg actually yesterday just sent me a picture. He must've caught, it was a gigantic bass. I don't know what it was, but he caught it yesterday. And, uh, the thing looked like it weighed, uh, 30 pounds. So, uh, <laughs> I definitely, That's the thing. I'm, I'm not the best at it either. It's just, but I love it. It's, um, right. you know, there's, there's not a kick drum behind me. You know, yeah. that, that's pretty cool. You know, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm not screaming unless something's grabbed the line, you know, so right. that's kind of nice. You know, so it's just the piece behind it. Um, I don't know, it, it, it changes how I think. 
Right. It really does. And, and so whether it's me just writing or, or just the complete altering of my mood is I, once I, I do something that I like, I dive in. And so right. for me, it's just worked. Right. You have like a, um, and this is very similar to me, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but is it sort of like an, an obsessive type personality where you will, if you find something you love, you'll almost do it too much. You know, you'll like oh, immerse man. yourself in it and you have to shut yourself. You know, you got to have those boundaries, I guess. And that's something uh, for me too. I, 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 could, I could sit here and mess with this YouTube stuff 24 hours a day and I have to just cut it, cut it off and go do something else productive. But man, you know, yeah, you, you I, have your stuff together with, with this. Uh, um, I, I guess I can exercise some restraint <laughs> when it comes to certain things. But that thing for me, it's just like certain things that appeal to me. It will be, you know, what I have to withdraw from. You know, it's like um, I I know nothing about the computers and the internet, so <laughs> it's like that's not that much of a uh, thing for me. Even though you know, video games, yeah, that used to be a a serious thing. You know, but um, yeah, the amount of time that that I was spending on, you know, like, um, Elder Scrolls, it's like, this isn't yeah, good. You know, I love it. <laughs> you know, it's just, uh, you throw about 150 hours in it so that you find everything. Yeah. It's like, that's cool, but hmm, this doesn't help me in any way. <laughs> Dude, my brother, uh, I remember him specifically telling me, like, I play he I, I this because you know Elder Scrolls came out a while ago now um and which they're due for another one which I yeah. <laughs> stay away from it um, yeah that but could be a he, he told me he was like dude uh if I sit down and play Elder Scrolls like I could just lose days at a time he was like I have to tell myself okay that's enough because <laughs> yep. the game is just so so addicting and yeah. are there any other games that you were really into? Uh, I'm a few. I mean, I, I float around, um, yeah. my attention. It, it's, it's just hard for me to sit still. Sure. Uh, I, that's impossible. Yeah. Just for some reason that game, uh, I was able to immerse in it, but yeah, even now like, you're just watching TV shows and things like that. It's like if I can sit still for an hour, I'm pushing it. Right. So, <laughs> so yeah, then it's just like, yeah, I may as well just go outside. Right. But, you know, that's a that's a real. Um, <clears throat> so I was watching this uh, 60 minutes type story and it was called Living Well Into Your 90s. I don't know why it was basically about like healthy aging and stuff. Um, and one of the big things and I was telling this to my mom, one of the big things about like preserving your health, it's not necessarily having some ironclad diet or having a six pack or anything like that like the number one thing that they have they seem to find from all these 90 year olds that were like really healthy and like striving and stuff still was like their level of activity oh i've always been mm. a very mobile person i've always been outside uh, and things like that and there seems to be some sort of a correlation between uh, you know, that sort of level of physical activity and over and your overall wellness. I honestly believe that. So good for you, man. 
Well, that, that's yeah. I I could see that. Uh, I can see that definitely being a thing. So either uh, I don't know. Either I'm onto something, or I look ninety. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? You're you just turned twenty seven, right? <laughs> I barely remember that. Uh, no, I am fifty now. 50 what, what dude you look younger than 50 i thought you were in your 40s that's oh, wait what is it it's so 51 soon yeah yeah great well you look great you really do dude you don't look 50 and by the uh, way um you know people's aging and everything like i remember probably you know let's say 30 years ago being 50 was a lot different than being 50 today in the, in yeah. the world uh you know you yeah, got absolutely. people working well into their 70s now and look i mean I don't know how old Rolling the guys in the Rolling Stones are, but they're running on stage and they're yeah, like ninety. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not sure how they're doing that, but yeah, Mick Jagger is just kind of a force of nature. Then he has Stem Mick Jagger cell transplants. Also, he has like a four year old kid. Yeah. <laughs> what? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, I gotta look this um, up. Yeah, I'll take a look. I'm pretty sure that's a oh fact. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! He's got a he's got a young one. All right. Um, <laughs> Mick Jagger, four year old kid. What? Was that right? Let's see. Oh, I'm sure you are. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, I see a kid that's he looks. All right. Who is Mick Jagger's youngest kid? He has eight children. Woo. And uh, yeah. Okay. Oh my goodness. No. 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 Mick Jagger welcomes new family member. This is back in March, and he's a great grandfather. Okay, that's like an animal or something. <laughs> yeah, okay, Mick, you got it. You were right. You were right. Mick Jagger welcomes his eighth child at the age of 73, bro. <laughs> Mick. <laughs> Dude. Why? I don't, I mean, it's like, that's kind of messed up in a, a way bit. to me. It's like, oh man, bro. Like, I mean, you, 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 you are being born into the Jagger family, but yeah, there it has its uh, benefits. But but when your father uh, has yeah. trouble with solids, you know, it's like, what's up? Right, dude. I'm like, shit. Come on, Mick. Jeez. Hey, so you uh, you are a podcast fan, right? Uh, you 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 mentioned in a recent interview that you love your mom's house, the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, Dude, it's Tom Segura, hilarious. Tom Segura and uh, Christina Pete, they're they're hilarious together. They're so good. hilarious by themselves, but together that that podcast is pure nonsense. <laughs> dude, dude, I am a wrestling fan. I'm a wrestling fan. I know you like wrestling too. Obviously, oh, yeah. you had a theme song. But, but, dude, his thing on wrestling, when he yeah. makes fun of wrestling, if anybody out there hasn't seen it, Google Tom Segura Pro Wrestling. It's, it's one amazing. of the funniest things I have ever seen of him making fun of. And, and then, again, I'm a fan. I know what he's doing. And there were so many people that got so mad about yes, that. Did. And it just went right over their head. It was just mm -hmm. so good. Are you a, you're a stand-up fan? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Me too. Uh, I love going to see stand-up. Uh, yep. Uh, it's, <laughs> yeah, just 
any of my managers have gone to do gone to go watch a bunch of stuff uh yeah it, it's it's just a great way to lose yourself for a while right. and and i laugh very loud so that's fun right uh so who are you who are some of your favorite stand-ups right now wow um yeah i went to see um well just before everything got shut down i went to see colin jost and michael J. and yeah uh so um see tracy morgan uh mm. would see sebastian maniscalco um uh yeah i a bunch of them have you heard the story about tracy morgan uh i don't remember what comedian was telling it i think it might have been bill burr or something and basically he said something to the effect of tracy morgan looked at me we had been drinking all night we had a tab of like fifteen thousand dollars or something and tracy morgan gets into a fight with one of the bouncers and the bouncer goes and kicks him out and it's this whole insane thing and tracy morgan after immediately after the bouncer like throws him on the curb and he gets up off the ground he's like and that's how you get out of a fifteen thousand dollar tab <laughs> <laughs> he's crazy I dude no i hadn't heard that but that sounds about right <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> uh, what a legend dude um so what's going on with the 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 jared project uh that song uh the blade was first of all i've played that probably a thousand times uh, I don't know if you've seen the numbers it's doing on YouTube, but it's been extremely well received, which who could have seen that coming? Of course. Um, it's been really cool. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, the, basically we're trying to now just tighten up everything as we, I, I think we're at 12 songs. And so, yeah, we just, uh, just making sure that everything is uh, good before we let, you know, start letting that all go. Right. But uh, yeah, I think I, I think I demoed something like 15 or 16, but I, you know, wow. just, yeah, if, if they didn't make it, it's because I stink. Oh, please. <laughs> so it was just, or fine. At least those songs are just like, Ooh, I, I did not add anything to those songs. So let's just shelf that. <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, we're, I think we're looking at 12 and we're pretty happy with it. Yeah. Well, the, the blade is, uh, again, everybody who's listened to it has loved it and people are playing it on repeat and you can see the Spotify numbers and you can see the, uh, YouTube numbers are reflective of that. So I'm so happy for you guys as a complete and total surprise to no one. This project is going to be so badass. Um, but just like Light the Torch's new album, You'll Be the Death of Me, which mm -hmm. is out tomorrow, the 25th. And again, folks, yes. the stream, 12 bucks, and you hang out with the band on Zoom beforehand. I'm going to be there, and I'm going to be extremely intoxicated, just like, yeah! <laughs> yeah! Until I can see you guys in person at Blue Ridge Rock Festival, which is going to be so great. I can't wait. Yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah. yeah. It's just been a long time since, you know, we've been around a bunch of uh, like-minded people who right. want to hear a bunch of noisy music. So, uh, right. yeah, looking forward to it. Is that your first show back? Uh, I don't know if it's the first, but it's in that it's in that first grouping. So right. for me, uh, yeah, I'm I'm going to be 
just filled with childlike wonder every time. Like, are you hanging out for the whole festival? I know a lot of bands are. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know exactly what our schedule is yet. We're still waiting to find out what we're going to do because we're hoping to get a tour to wrap all those around. So, well, if you're there for the weekend or something, uh, I'll I'll shoot you an email. But it'd be cool to go to dinner or something. Yeah, um, get some get some like healthy, good food. Because the problem is with at these festivals is it's hard to eat healthy, and it's like I want to go. I'm I'm I mean I don't look healthy, but I'm trying. Uh, <laughs> and we could go get a salad or something. I don't plan on. I'm trying not to drink very much there. I don't drink much anyways um, these days. But um, so yeah, the festivals wanna... are just uh, yeah, yeah. They are serving you hot garbage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which sometimes hot garbage is good. Like if you if I walk past one of these things and they've got like tater tots with cheese, I might make a bad decision. <laughs> you know, I might make a bad choice, and I'm gonna pay for that choice. But you know, I'll probably only do that once during the festival. I want to try to, that festival just looks insane. The lineup is great. Yeah. Um, you know, and then also <clears throat> there was something before the pandemic that was supposed to happen that was going to be legendary and iconic. Um, the Kill Switch Engage Light the Torch Tour. Uh, you touring with KSE. Lots of fun opportunities. That, sh- that tour yeah. got shut down a couple dates in. But for yeah. those like myself who were bummed, the beautiful thing is that tour is still happening. Um, so that's it's moving to next year, right? Yeah, that's the plan is, uh, trying to resume this in, uh, 2022. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to be massive. It, yeah, yeah. It, it'll, it'll happen. It'll yeah. Happen looking for forward sure. to it. And so, um, you, <clears throat> you guys in the KSE, um, um, group light the torch and everything. It's so cool. I've never seen this with a band before where it's like you leave kill switch engage. Um, no big deal. You guys are still bros. And it's like the most positive situation um, that I've seen. You know, you guys are putting out music together. You guys are touring together. It's just so wonderful. And that tour is going to be uh, earth shattering as well. And yeah. oddly enough, yeah. I haven't gotten to see Light the Torch yet. Um, really? Yeah, I still haven't gotten to see you guys. So Blue Ridge will change that. And then yeah, that tour really. and then every other tour in the future that you do, I'll go to. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping there's going to be a a bunch stacked up just so yeah. we can stay active. And um, it, it's just going to be fun trying to, you know, get your sea legs again, right. you know, with being on stage. And yeah, it it almost feels brand new again. Right. It really does. It's it's definitely a very exciting time and there's a lot of these unique things like again i can't i can't say enough how this blue ridge festival looks just just absolutely insane um you talked about recently i was um listening to some of the interviews you've done recently and one of the things i didn't know about you is you're a big reader um you read i can't i don't even know how to read but i was curious uh about what (laughs) um i was curious about what books you've been reading lately i'm kidding i do read (laughs) <laughs> but uh, it was still funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, for me, I'm I'm more of just like escapism. You know, uh, it's like real life is very chaotic and uh, right. sad. So <laughs> I, uh, yeah, right. uh, it's like if you give me a Stephen King book, I'm in. It. You know, just uh, yeah, give me a James Patterson book, 
okay, I'll read it. You know, right. I just, I like pure entertainment. Actually, right now I'm just kind of reading slash listening to the, uh, the Meg series. Mm. <laughs> just about, you know, uh, this, you know, the megalodons are still alive. Right. They're not. But uh, yeah, I'm just, <laughs> but there's like a whole series of books on it. And so that's what I've been into. Right. Yeah. It's I'm, just, it takes me a long time to piece it together because by just sitting still is hard. So yeah, if I'm listening to it, yeah, then I can just keep moving. And yeah. I do audio books too, like audible and all that. I'm a, a huge proponent of that. I'm really into yeah. the, the not, uh, sort of the nonfiction stuff. Like I like to, uh, this is one topic and I, I try not to bring all this, uh, stuff up because I seem like a crazy person, but this is a subject that these days is not crazy. And I'm talking about UFOs. Uh, what is your position on everything that's going on? I am obsessed with this right now. Uh, my position. Um, probably I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's good. It hasn't changed anything. It's like, right. you, you know, um, all right, prove it, prove what they are. And okay, right. cool. Yeah. But, uh, it, I, I don't really think much about it. Right. Well, <laughs> I do. I spend too much time thinking about it. And I, I think it's, yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a very, I just think it's a, I don't know what it is. Who the hell knows what it is, but it, yeah. you know, it could be some foreign, it could be some foreign technological advancement but no matter what it is it's scary that um these sort of vehicles are just operating above you know military bases with impunity and uh they're almost taunting them on a regular and recurring basis dare i say with increasing frequency um and 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 those are facts so uh the facts alone are are wild um uh and and crazy so it's a very interesting situation that I feel like it just doesn't get enough attention. Uh, you talked about too, that you're getting into um, some voiceover work as well, which is interesting because I do voiceover stuff myself. Ah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, it's been real fortunate to do, uh, do a few things. And um, I, I think that's something I had probably thought about doing well before music it's um i mean i i never really thought yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna sing and this is what it wasn't really like that i remember wanting to do uh voices for cartoons and then uh yeah like video games and things like that it, that's just always been something that interested me right have you um well, it is interesting. There's a lot of actually rock-oriented games that are under development. Um, there's a game that I saw. I just got this Oculus Rift headset. Um, and uh, there's a game in VR that is you play the guitar with your fingers. So it's like Guitar Hero, but you're mm -hmm. just, it's recognizing your fingers in the air. And it's crazy. And I was talking to them. Uh, cause I wanted to do a demo. I just want to see you do that thing with your fingers again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I was talking to them and I was thinking like, you know, the game's early in development. I'll send it to you. It's very interesting, but they need to have 
characters of real singers and musicians in the game. And it's very like metal focused and rock focused. So we need Howard Jones as like the master of ceremonies of the game. Like how badass would that be? <laughs> if you're interested in gaming voiceovers, like you're like, what's up? Here's how you play the game. Like, you know, like <laughs> hey, I'm going to ask them like, dude, put Howard in the game. Like put, why not? Like, dude, yeah, why open? <laughs> All right, I'm going to ask him um, that that would be. But the game looks really, really high quality. Um, yeah. It's a, an independent game developer, but um, I can yeah, tell. I've, I've only played a few of the VR games and just, man, they're, it's amazing how far they're coming. And yeah. uh, it's the future. Yeah. And once again, something where it's like if I could sit still and do that. But. You know, even if, if I'm just like a part of it, you know, hey, that'd be cool. You know, right. hey, I'll do some voices for it. Why not? I know. Yeah. Well, I'm going to send them this clip and they're probably going to be calling you. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. Dude, being in video games is something that's always fascinated me as well. When I was a, uh, a kid, I fantasized about like being so good at football, I could be in one of the Madden or NCAA games. I was always oh, yeah. like, yeah, like a face scan and. I can't imagine what that would, would feel like. Uh, I knew some people who ended up in Madden games that, and yeah. it was uh, very, very cool to see. You're, you're yeah, I, know. It, yeah, it's, that's how the world's changed now. You know, just video games were just, couldn't even imagine being a part of that. And now it's just, yeah, you, you know guys who, yeah. who've helped make them or a part of them or characters in them. It's weird. Well, and then there's a lot of opportunities that are opening up. Like, um, I don't know if you've messed around with Call of Duty or Warzone or any of that, but they have these opportunities. Been a little yeah. while. So they there's, there's this new business model. It seems where they have these operators, and every week they release these new um, operator characters that you can buy. And they've started doing them based on real people. So they did Die Hard, uh, or not real people. Oh, oh, the Die Hard was real to me. Yeah, John McClane. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's a retired police officer, and he's a hero. Have you heard the story of Nakatomi Plaza? <laughs> God, I'm an idiot. Man, he and his wife, they're on again, they're off again. I tell you. Oh, man, and that officer, uh, whatever his name is, he was a hero. And... Uh, <laughs> down there he knew something was going on and he saved so many americans with that we can never forget what happened at nakatomi plaza yellow guy number five yeah. <laughs> yes dude we need to do we need to do like a dramatic script reading of uh of, of the diehard film oh that, that's great. still a great movie you know, oh, it that is. is a fantastic movie it is do you think it counts as a christmas movie it most certainly does. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's barely, but yeah, yeah. I've definitely made. Oh, Christmas movies are on. Yeah, put on Die Hard. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. What's your um? What are some of your? Are you an action film guy? Like, what type of films do you like? If if you watch them at all. Oh yeah, um, I'm, I'm kind of open. You know, um. Watching a movie, you know, I I try not to put a ton of expectations on it, you know, um, especially because how much explanation can you get out of a two-hour movie? Right. So, you know, I'm, 
I'm just going to try to enjoy it. So yeah, I'm pretty much anything. Anything? Uh, has there yeah. any movies that like? Are you a documentary guy? Are you a like a sci-fi guy? Is there anything you prefer, or you just watch anything? Yeah, I'm. Kind of, it it just depends on what what just kind of uh, piques my interest at the moment. Sure. But yeah, I'll I'll watch a documentary. I I definitely love sci-fi. I love anime. I right. I love action movies. I uh, yeah, I I love all that. You know, love a good fantasy. You know, right. all that stuff. Anime, dude. Anime is blowing up again. Um, yeah. Unseen since the days of Dragon Ball Z, and it's really made a full yeah. full blown comeback again. And uh, a lot of people joke about anime, but it's real and it's a real business. Oh uh, yeah, it, it is. It's huge. It's people do not they underestimate how much money anime it is huge uh, yeah. uh, right now, especially. And also, uh, Pokemon cards I've learned are have gone back to being like extremely valuable again. So like if you've got an old Charizard, yeah, if you've got like an old Charizard laying around or something, it's like a down payment on a house. Uh, <laughs> it's nice, dude. Find, yeah, it's crazy. It's like, have you seen these NFT things? Have you heard about this? I've seen it. I'm I'm trying to wrap my head around yeah. it, and uh, it it doesn't seem to be working. But I hey. know. <laughs> okay. I was thinking about like bottling a fart and trying to sell it for like five bucks. I mean, what, what is the point of this shit? I'm like, this isn't even a good investment. Oh, buy a, buy one of my guitar picks. It's going to be worth 500 grand. Who gives a shit? Yeah, I don't I, care I, about anyone's NFTs. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't get it, but <laughs> Hey, maybe in time I will. Right. But uh, yeah, it, it still seems a little odd. Right. It's uh, just for the money. Like if it was something that was a hundred bucks or something, it's fine. I, I, but it's like they're expecting people to pay or and some people are spending 500 grand on some of these things. And, uh, the inter you know, the interesting thing is, is at a time, maybe in like the late 90s, you know, certain bands, you'd spend a million dollars on some NFT for them. Like, let's say in sync or something. And it, it'd probably be mm -hmm. worth a lot in the late 90s. Today it's not worth so much. So it's not even a good asset to acquire. Like it like fine art. Art does typically appreciate over time, but these NFTs are typically kind of I don't know. Yeah, I I see what you mean. Yeah. What's the appreciation for uh, right. for such things? But and that's the thing. I mean, are all of them going to be nonsense? Or are some of them cool? You know, they're right. I don't know. Uh, it's still very new, and I, I just don't know enough about it. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. And, uh, you know, but that's not to say I'm, I am pro. I, am, I will say this. I'm unapologetically pro bands making money any way yes. that they want to. Like, get your money. I'm not knocking anybody. Like, I don't give a crap what you sell. I'll probably buy it uh, if it's within a reasonable price range. Like, I like, I have some of these bands are making coffees that are badass and stuff. and. Uh, collectible items here's a good example of a, a, a cool product uh metallica's black and whiskey um is actually uh, a very uh neat idea that for a band that yeah. they've come out with it's a high quality um um product or, or whatever i think they've yeah that makes that. that makes sense for them right and people are like oh you know james doesn't drink well he doesn't have to drink to sell the product 
Like yeah. if, if you're someone who abstains from drinking, what people don't understand, that doesn't mean that you go, I'm not drinking. Y'all motherfuckers better not drink either. That's not how yeah, it works. But, and also, they made it. Right. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I don't think he he's thinking about the fact that he doesn't drink. He made it, right. so he wants to sell it. Right. Did you um? <clears throat> so there was a, a time when uh, Bad Wolves was uh, looking for a vocalist, and everybody was saying, "I don't know if you you're not on social media, which you're a very smart man for that." Uh, the yeah, it's, yeah, you're you. History has proven maybe like five years ago, it was unproven, but now like the people who aren't on social media are the proven winners. So congratulations uh, to you, sir, uh, for having the you. foresight of not wasting your life away, arguing with people on the internet about erroneous shit. Uh, I, I think it's just, I have, I have few friends. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but that's good. It. Yeah. <laughs> keep your, keep your circle small. I, I love it a hundred percent. Um, but, uh, yeah, there was everybody online was like, we need Howard Jones and bad wolves. Did you hear any of that? Were you aware of any of that? I, I heard about that in an interview, like, a just like a, a few days or a week ago. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, but wow. yeah, they got DL. I'm, I'm stoked for him. Yeah, dude. He's, he's, uh, a very impressive singer and guitarist and songwriter. Um, look. And he's, I give him a 10 out of 10, but he's not Howard Jones, but that's okay. Uh, he's, <laughs> he's, he's extremely talented. You're, you're, you're an 11, sir. But, um, no, but the, the important, the, the beautiful thing is, is we get the best of both worlds. You've got light the torch and you've got Jared Dines and you've got an entire album of material coming out tomorrow. And I'm not just saying this, um, th this album from what I've heard of it is, is just fantastic. I can tell you guys like, Everybody says, oh, this album is great. Our new album is great. Blah, 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 blah. Like, this album is actually, is actually great um, for, for try. you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's great. Uh, so, uh, and I also, I have like a Spotify thing where I'm able to play music on the Spotify show. And mm -hmm. I'm going to be bumping the hell out of it tomorrow. And then all the streams awesome. that it gets counts towards your streams. It's a neat feature by Spotify, actually. Oh, awesome. So if. If I, for some, I, I don't on Spotify, on Spotify, I do on YouTube, but if it was to get a million listens on Spotify, um, you get a million listens on your band's music. It's a really cool feature. Wow. That's uh, pretty cool. So I'm, I'm going to be pushing that on, uh, on the Spotify show as well. Um, so when, when you're spending time outdoors, are you, are you camping or anything? Is that something you do? Are you, I know you kind of hike a bit. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't got to go camping in a while. Uh, just most of the traveling I've done has just been for all the various different jobs. So, right. yeah, it's been a while since I've actually uh, stayed overnight outdoors. And right. But, uh, but yeah, I'm, I, I want to be in the woods as much as I can, at least sometime during the day. Right. So, yeah, then... I like seeing the sun come up and because I don't sleep well, that's just kind of easy. What, um, how, how many hours do you sleep like every night? I sleep like seven, six and a half. Um, I probably five ish, 
something That's like okay. that. That's not terrible. Or, I yeah. mean, it's not it'll, recommended, it'll be, but yeah, it's not for the best. But yeah, it can it can easily be yeah four or five. You know, sometimes a little more, sometimes right. not. You know, if I can, maybe I can nap during the day or something if I get a if I get a chance. But me sitting still doesn't happen too often. Good. So, yeah, I, it's a good thing. You know, yeah, and so yeah, that's busy. kind of what it is. So like when I, if I'm laying down and I wake up, I, you know, I'll just be sitting there for a while. You know, for ten or fifteen minutes, just screw it. <laughs> I just get and you don't feel dead during the day. Like you don't feel like shit. Um, Generally, no. Sleep. Good, good. No. So you're you're like one of those. Uh, I've heard about people like this. I one time I thought I was this person, but I'm not. I'm not. I do need more sleep than that. But uh, like I've heard like Vince McMahon is the same way. He can just go five, get five hours and he legitimately is rested. Uh, yeah, so you don't have sleep yeah, apnea he, or anything either, do you? Like no, no sleep disorders. No. Yeah, no, so you can, even even as a kid, I, I would stay up all night and just be reading. And then yeah. get up and go to school. You know, yeah, some uh, people have it like that, you know? Yeah. That's that's fantastic. Yeah, I, I'm I'm a. I wish I that that's I wish I could do that, but I need more more sleep than that uh, for sure. Uh, one of the things that you said in a recent interview, which I which is it it does seem like you because you're so humble. Uh, you don't like watching your own music videos, no, or your oh. own material. No, no, that's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> why no. why is that? Uh, I gotta look at this and listen to it all the time. Right? Why do I? <laughs> Why do I need to put it on repeat and look at right. it? And just, I was there. I'm good. <laughs> right. So you don't ever go back and like look at old performance videos of yourself on YouTube or anything. You're just like, nope. good. Yeah. <laughs> no. Just, yeah. I I just yeah. It just makes me uncomfortable. So I I just don't. But yeah, notorious. Right, videos finished. All right. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Look at a few seconds. Yeah, I'm fine. Just let me know if I do something stupid in it. There, <laughs> which you I'm don't. good. Yeah, right. it, good. yeah, it's just not for me. I, I've I, got. I get extremely uncomfortable. You've got. Um, that's the thing that I like about you is you have become. Um, you know, I didn't know you previously, but uh, you know, you've been open about your mental health, but you've got really good boundaries. You know, you know what you like, you know what works for you and you do it and you don't seem to deviate from it. And, you know, that's inspiring to me for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I love experiencing a lot of new stuff. Like I, I love going different places and seeing new things and everything, but yeah, just over time, you know, just, uh, I just figured out, okay, certain things work for me, stick with it. If I right. don't, it, it, uh, you know, if you lose it and it's gone. So right. for me, I just consistency seems to be a very good thing in my life. So that's yeah. just something I try to do. Right. And if it, and if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Um, that's just, that's just me. I, I don't, I, I try not to tell anyone to live the way I do. And it's just, I, I'm, I'm able to live a little differently than most people. I have, some freedoms you know just yeah and i mean i'm just constantly in a different 
part of the country doing something with it. And most people don't get to do that. So it's just like, I, so I, I don't want to give a ton of advice, but for me, it's just, yeah, being, I make sure there's certain things that stay consistent because it, it's easy to lose it. Um, on tour, your life is so weird and unorganized. So I, I like keeping a sense of structure and that helps. I, I have always, um, it, the touring aspect is very interesting to me because I have gone and, and, and I know obviously people who tour and it seems like for me personally, at least for a pro long, maybe two weeks or something is one thing, but it seems, um, I don't like to leave home a lot or be gone for prolonged periods of time. Some people have varying like takes on this. And, and I just want to preface it with not when you're on stage, not when you're with the fans and having a great time, but the 23 <laughs> hours around the day, does that suck? Some people like it. Other people are like, I don't like it. What's your um, take on that whole thing? It, it can suck. And, right. but also, uh, for me, it's um it's one of those things where i i need to i need to fill the time and use my brain for something yeah um i i wish i could uh i wish i could sit and play video games all day you know when you're out on tour and everything i i can't do that right. but it just i will go insane right. and yeah it, or and honestly i'll just get bored and yeah, even as fun as it is, eventually I was like, I, I need to do something else. But yeah, for me, it's just staying active, doing other stuff, and a lot of it is uh, a lot of it can be work for me. So uh, yeah. I like, I love my job, so I right. do a bunch of different stuff involving my job. But right. I just need to pull away from it because I do get obsessed. So yeah, me too. Yeah, that's and that's where yeah, being outdoors and I'm doing the things I do work. It's just finding what works with all that free time because that can get, it can suck you in. And so, yeah, for me, I'm constantly doing something because not having anything to do, that'll kill you. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so like, if you, if you come into do do you try to like hit a trail or something? If or do you even have time to do that? If you uh, like, hmm. um, when you're on tour, like, what does your day look like? Um, as it pertains to like the non typical stuff, like sound check and stuff like that. Is there time for for you to get out and run, walk, or anything like that? Yeah, it just depends on what the day is and where I'm at. Yeah, I'll find somewhere, or even if I'm. Uh... You know, even if I just put headphones in and I'm just in the neighborhood, it's like I'm I'm going to get away from everything. Right. So, yeah, I'll find a way to lose myself for a little okay. while. It's, um, just for me, it's right. to be totally immersed in music every day, 24-7. It's just not great. I need to have some sort of balance. And then when I am that way, I can attack music and do a bunch of stuff and it doesn't kill me. Right. The thing that's so interesting to me about talking to you is you're like a guy who is a very 
normal dude with an ex- sort of an extraordinary talent. And uh, I wonder, is it is it weird to you? Like you just seem you don't, you seem to almost shy away from the recognition. Like you, it's almost like maybe you don't even like getting recognized for the the music. Like it's like awkward or something. You don't. You just, it's it's a like it's weird. Which I I get that too on a much smaller scale. Like I just want to put yeah. shit on YouTube and like I'm not trying to get an award. Uh, um, yeah. you know, yeah, like, I know. yeah. So like, is that, is that something? Cause I'm like, you know, I tell people I'm talking to Howard Jones today and like my, my friends, like uh, my buddy, Mark, he's like, shit. Like everybody's like pumped. People are such a fan of you. Is that weird to you? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Very. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I like what I do, but I, yeah, I, I'm not drawn to the uh, attention outside of it. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. I, 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 I truly love what I do. Then when I, when I walk away, I'm just like, okay, I, I'm, I'm good because <laughs> I, I, I put everything into it. But yeah, I definitely try to separate. So for me, it's yeah, it, it's awkward i'm yeah. yeah i'm not like this i'm not like the most social guy so uh it's all it, i'm very fortunate but it is weird yeah. <laughs> when the you know just the attention and everything yeah. is yeah i i don't know what to do with it um yeah it's weird do you get recognized yeah. in public a lot it happens <laughs> yeah. and it's always yeah. at like a random like completely like i'm in starbucks like <laughs> that's pretty much where that that happens that yep. definitely happens <laughs> how do you, <laughs> you do you ever like you're having a shit day and someone comes up to you and they're like hey and it's like you don't know how to like you want to make sure that you are accommodating and kind and everything but sometimes you're like fucking caught off guard i've had people talk about that where it's like uh you know it's 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 even for social people like extremely social people it can be and and not not that you're not like everybody who's who's in a band loves their fans of course they do they support them and like they love them that doesn't mean that you're always ready and prepared to have a great conversation oh Uh, so yeah i i mean even when i was younger walking down the street and someone walked through I would just cross the street. It was just to avoid conversation with you. That's just, and that conversation would literally consist of, hello, you know, (laughs) that would be it. And I would still just be like, so that's, that's just me, you know? So it, yeah. And that part of me has not really changed. And I understand that. So, yeah, I, so it's nothing has nothing to do with the fans. I'm just, I'm just, backwards awkward i don't think you're awkward but i can definitely Wrong. tell that you're not you're you're not a uh, uh like i can tell that you don't revere the recognition you know you're like it 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 it, it is which is you know again it's certainly better than you being 110 percent into it you know it's it's it it would be weird if you were like yeah, I am the fucking man. Tell me more about yeah. me. 
The... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you were just such an, an interesting guy, and it's just, I don't know, I just, I love how grounded you are, and I think you, th- you think you're awkward, but to me, it, it comes off as you're so humble, and you, you have a good balance of your life, and uh, in some ways, you remind me of, like, uh, of Joe Rogan, because Joe Rogan is this guy who, ha- you know, he's this extraordinary podcaster, I think you're an extraordinary musician. And he does not like talking about his success. He's just like, ugh, you know, like, uh, I'm just a normal guy who got this fucking $200 million deal. You know, uh, <laughs> I don't like talking about that shit. You know, he seems, uh, he, he seems to do that. So what, what are the plans? Are, you know, is it fair to say that we could have some light the torch dates in addition to these festivals uh, coming up? Are you guys planning some stuff? Yeah, we're we're definitely trying to find uh, find some touring to wrap around these festival dates. Right. Yeah, I mean it. Those by themselves are great, but yeah, yeah. we definitely want to try and do some more stuff and good. Yeah, start supporting the album and really just what you can actually get, do now. When yeah, was this album done? Do this. Yeah. When, when did you guys do this record? Was did you hold on to it through the pandemic? Uh, we actually finished it. Okay, well, you know, we we started the we started the August Burns Red Kill Switch tour, at two shows, and then pandemic shut it down. Right. We had literally finished recording our parts. I think maybe two or three days before that tour started. So we had just finished, and so then once everything shut down, we just took all that time to edit, mix, and master. Right. Good. So, it, well, it, it, which actually took a lot longer than we thought. So, uh, we didn't sit on it as long as we, uh, as long as we thought we would be. But a right. lot of time we were really working on. Right. Well, it's it's certainly reflected in your, um, you know, in the music, and so uh, the record "You Will Be the Death of Me" is out. If you're listening to this. Uh, this interview will probably come out later today. Uh, so that would put this at tomorrow, June 25th, tonight at midnight. The new record is out. You will be the death of me from Light the Torch. And you can get that on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever music is available. It's going to be on YouTube. You should really listen to it everywhere. And you should also put it on repeat when you go to sleep at night, um, yeah. too. Uh, why not? You know, uh, and then this is important. And I, li- and I like this model, too. I, I, I want to ask you about this. Um, so during the pandemic, this new trend of these live streams are, are coming up. Mm-hmm. And I like them when it comes to what you guys are doing. I like the way you guys are doing this. Because, number one, you get the pre-Zoom hangout, which I thought was brilliant. For 12 bucks, you can hang out with Howard Jones. Uh, you'll spend 12 bucks anyways uh, getting fucking starbucks why not spend it hanging with howard jones and get starbucks you know um so and then you get the show and then you can put it on your tv in your living room i just love um there's no replacement for live music obviously there never will be uh it's just a magical experience um yeah but do you guys could you see doing these for um like album releases in the future yeah, uh, hadn't thought about it, but yeah, I guess that it is a possibility. Um, 
and it, it's definitely a nice way to to get it seen. You know, um, yeah, the, nothing does replace live, and you right. know, it's like, hey, it's our it's our release show. You know, just that's that's always awesome. But this is you can plot this out in a different way. So yeah, it it has its it has its benefits too. I could definitely see doing this. Right. And for those of you who haven't gotten to watch these streams, which I I have spent a lot of money watching these streams of pretty much every band that's done one, I've put it on the TV. And uh they're pro shot. They're really high quality. Um yeah. so you know, let's say in the past the way you would have consumed this material from a band is it would have been like a live DVD or something. This is a pro shot performance that's really only seen one time it's on DVR, but it's extremely high quality, extremely high audio quality as well. Um, The production value of these things are insane and I'm glad. Um, So, you know, for 12 bucks, you are getting a, uh, if you're not doing anything uh, tomorrow night, you should uh, not go out to the bar. You shouldn't do any of that stuff. You should stay home and turn on your TV and turn on your surround sound and turn it up so loud the neighbors call the cops um and and just really enjoy that stream it's only 12 bucks as well. and you should but, buy, yeah, yeah. It, and you should buy two tickets actually as well yeah um, it, it, i mean it it's gonna look great who set the price know. on this by the way i, th- I thought i said man this sh- pff, sell it for 50 <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean definitely want to make it affordable and uh right. And just something really fun. I mean, it's right. just been a while since we've been able to put out in music. So here we go. Right. Well, Howard, I could talk to you for freaking 10 hours, man. You're such a fascinating guy. And it's always an honor to talk to you. But the, again, the last thing I want to say, I want to drive the point home. You'll be the death of me is out tomorrow. Light the torch. Spin this record. Uh, I just want for those of you who are not familiar with Light the Torch. It's got the heavy vocals. It's got the heavy music. It's got the, the angelic singing that we know and love from Howard Jones. It's got the insanely catchy hooks. Um, so, you know, the, it's got everything you want from a heavy sort of metal and then also an active rock record. It's just fantastic. And I, I love to hear that. We've got the Jared Dines. We've got a lot coming from Howard Jones. Uh, and, and so I, I'm so thankful that you're continuing at the age of uh, 32 years old to be continuing <laughs> is what you look like. Uh, I, like I like these bingo numbers that are just coming up. Yeah, just bang- <laughs> <amazing>. <laughs> but Howard, it's always a pleasure, man. I could, I would love to just talk to you anytime, anytime you want to come on here and just talk about anything. Like if you want to talk about uh, you aliens, uh race cars anything any weird <laughs> hobby that you have dude just come on here if you want to just come Sounds on here like and play checkers or something wow. one time <laughs> connect four on zoom wow connect yeah. four yeah dude we can do that at uh at at, at blue ridge um it's gonna be okay. such a fun time it's gonna be like yeah. a big family reunion of bands um absolutely and, and cookouts and Every I've talked to so many people. It's just going to be such a great positive weekend yeah. um, of just just you know fellowship and fun. Oh wow! Um, but yeah, so. just having fans out and um, getting to you know just getting to just do our thing. You know, just get right. that back and forth again. But but also just seeing all the bands again. Just seeing right everyone everyone that 
does what we do and everyone ha- was in the same position where we're just sitting there waiting. It, yeah, it's going to be a, um, uh, there's going to be a lot of high fives, maybe a little hand sanitizer and more high you know? <laughs> Right. Um, so did you, uh, do you ever get nervous before you get on stage? Always. Yeah, really? Oh yeah. Always. Yeah. I, I could, I would, I would feel that way too. Um, but you don't seem to be when you're on stage. You have a good command oh, presence. Well, oh, well, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm always a mess. Uh, yeah, just immediately, just, I just, I just start sweating. So, yeah, before the first song even starts, I'm already sweating. Have you ever had, uh, this is something I've, I'm curious about with musicians, too, is have you ever gone on stage and had to use the restroom in the middle of a set? uh no i don't think so um i definitely uh i definitely once had to run off stage vomited in the toilet then came back and kept going <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah uh took some meds uh it's just i had gotten sick on tour and got a prescription took them and it was just upsetting my stomach i was like oh no i took these on an empty stomach and Got through the song and I was like, "Be right back." Grew up, dude. If I was I, in a band on tour, I would wear, I would probably wear like a Bubble Boy suit because I've heard of like terrible, um, like I wouldn't want to shake anybody's hands res- respectfully, uh, just because of like not because of COVID in general, but I've seen so many people get like random viral infections and then they yes. have to perform. Like you, you don't want to lose the money and you don't want the fans to lose the enjoyment. So you just power through it. And it's like, yeah. dude, I'm such a wuss with that kind of stuff. It's, it's amazing that you can puke and then go back on stage. You know, I'm taking three days off if I'm puking. You yeah. Um, that was uh, when uh, I was touring with Mark Morton and I had to stay in the hospital in, uh, in Canada. So I got the flu and, I had uh, I had a sinus infection, and I think I had walking pneumonia too. So oh it was, God. yeah. I had been performing for a very long time and just had been ill, but then like uh, it just got worse and worse. And right. Yeah, that was just bad. Um, I don't blame any. I'm pro bands canceling when they're sick. I just think it's. Uh, I don't want to watch somebody perform if they if they're like if you want to perform, then yes, but. I don't want someone like I am. I understand a thousand percent if somebody gets sick. I just feel bad uh, for people yeah. that, that do that. So, you know, I hope you don't have to do that in the future. Yeah, that was that was not fun. And then I remember just leaving the hospital and flew back into the States and flew right in and did enough and just got right back on tour and just started doing it again. This was not smart. <laughs> right. Dude, I would I would bring the doctor out on stage and be like, listen, guys, he's got the flu, so you're gonna get about fifteen percent today. Uh, uh so it, it, it was the amount of sweat that was coming off of me was next level. And uh and I sweat a lot as it is, but this was next level. Right, right. Well, Howard I know I keep saying this like I'm going to wrap the interview up. I just need to wrap it up because if not, it, it's been over an hour now. If I yeah. don't, I'm just going to take your entire day, uh, and I don't want to do that um, because you've got this new record. You will be the death of me. 
again, it's coming out. But you also need to go and get the stream because yeah. you can hang out on Zoom beforehand. It's 12 bucks. It's going to be badass. It's pro shot. And I think you can watch it for 48 hours uh, yes, afterwards as well. So uh, these, these live streams are, I think it's a great uh, business development opportunity for bands. Uh, and, and it's great for the fans and everything. Uh, I, I would just love to see every band that has the, like these. I think it, it works great in the future as an album release type show. Yes. The only thing that I think that, um, <clears throat> that bands could do to in, in, improve it a little bit, which is why I love what you guys are doing, is adding interactivity to it. So you guys are already spot on. Whoever came up with that uh, Zoom idea, that's just brilliant. Yeah, I'm not sure whose idea it was, but it's like, hey, that's a good idea. Right, yeah, let's right. Do it. It's, a, it's a fantastic idea. But Howard, man, such a fan, such a supporter, uh, doing cartwheels about this new record, uh, doing cartwheels about this uh, Jared Dines record that you guys are doing with 12 whoppers of songs on this uh, baby. So uh, can't wait to hear everything that's coming out, especially this new record uh, with Light the Torch. So, um, yeah, can't wait to see you. Blue Ridge, man. I Gonna appreciate it. Great man. time. And thank you for being here. And thank you all for okay. watching. And immediately after you turn this video off, you better go to Spotify and follow Light the Torch and listen to the new record, baby. Do it. Do it, do it, <laughs> do right. it.